T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And here we go. There's a man open left side court. It's Touchdown at 10 with Russell and Medhurst. 3-1-2-3-0-0-9-80. Touchdown at 10 underway on a Tuesday morning. Alongside the kicker killer, Chris Russell. <laughs> I'm Pete Medhurst. Matt Essig, of course, taking your calls at 3-0-1-2-3-0-0-9-80. Make sure you say hello to him when you call in this morning. Listen, Taylor- would you ra- would, would, real quickly, would you rather me beat up or... Would you rather me defend and then also beat up Ron Rivera and his staff for the Dustin Hopkins, Blewett, Chris, whatever, Johnson decision last year? Or would you rather me be talking about the attorney general, uh, uh, you know, making big threats against Dan Snyder? Hey, and look. We'll get to that. But, I mean, I, I thought the audience would. It's put up or shut up time for all those investigators. Yeah. If you got something, okay. let's I bring the, it forward. I thought the audience would appreciate a little honest, hardcore, nuts and bolts sports talk. Yeah, we'd much rather talk football than litigation at this point. Though tomorrow's show could be pretty interesting depending on what comes out of the owners' meetings yes. this Which afternoon. Can I give you a number on Taylor Heineke and Carson Wentz that might By the way, what's, the, what's the over-under on how many uh, reporters the Washington Post has at the NFL owners' oh meetings God. today? Oh, my God. Six? Oh, my God. Just uh, to make sure they got every exit the, covered. and the, Their budget makes me want to throw up. Oh, If no I doubt. had their resources, which... It's unbelievable. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I'm sure Sam Fortier, Nikki Javala, Mark Maskey, uh, Jerry Brewer, they probably brought in Boswell off of retirement, off of, <laughs> off of, the, off of his yacht that he, he's got. Um, who else? Yeah. Uh, can they hire Mike Wise? Well, back? they probably got, they put they can put all the investigative reporters they had. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They could have Liz Clark and right, right, all right. those. Oh, Liz Clark, I forgot. Can all, they bring Mike Wise back or no? Uh, probably not. That's their I heard option. he's in like Mexico or something is he? like that. Yeah, I think so. Um, so this is from uh, Colin Dunphy. Dun yeah. Colin Dunphy. Sorry, yes. Dunphy uh, at Mofo Pod. Whatever that is, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's his own. He's pod. a he's an avid listener to the right. show. Yep. Um, so I just want to point this out. Taylor Heineke has essentially, he said, the same EPA that's expected points added. That's one of these number nerd things. Expected points added per play at 0.018 as Carson Wentz over the past 17 games they've each played in. Wentz is at 0.020. So slightly higher, two hundredths of a percentage point higher in EPA expected points added per play. 
So basically, the point of of it overall is, and I don't know exactly how they get to that number. I don't care. Uh, it's just a metric, whatever. Basically, the point is, is over a long and large sample size, Carson Wentz, six games now with Washington, and you know, basically 11 games with Indianapolis, his last 11 games with Indianapolis, and Taylor Heineke over 17 games, 16 games last year, and then the one playoff game, presumably, or I don't know, I don't know how that works. But basically over a similar sample size, Heineke is right there with Carson Wentz. So theoretically, Washington should not lose much. But what happens if Taylor Heineke is bad? First of all, I don't think he's going to be bad. I think he'll struggle at times. I do worry about it because this Green Bay defense is pretty good. And they're going to be really angry considering they got absolutely pillaged on the ground Sunday to a team that had no chance in the passing game uh, with Zachy uh, Wilson. Zachy. Well, but, is that but, what the Cougars call him? Probably. Come here, Zachy. Come here, little Zachy. Let me, <laughs> let me rub your... No, I probably can't wow. say that. <laughs> well, I was going to say, let me rub your... I was thinking the thing on top I, of your shoulders, but then I realized, wait a second, that might come out wrong. You know what I'm here, saying? Come here, Zach. Let me rub some blue emu <laughs> on you. Are you hurting, Zach? There's a study out there that I just found that young men aren't having sex. Nearly a third of men uh, under the age of 30 have not had sex. I'll, I'll have more details on that uh, coming up later. Good thing I'm anyway. 52. <laughs> uh, anyway, the point being is the point being is is that Heineke and Wentz, if you use this analytic, basically the same. I, they're basically the same. Isn't that strange though? How that no, works out? It's, it's not because Carson Wentz isn't that good. But but they're two totally different skill sets, Chris. I know they're two totally different can, skill sets. We, we, we were told. We were told. Oh, this is gonna be better because they've got two totally right. different skill sets. Guess what? You and I are two totally different personalities, two totally different people, but we can both do radio, right? It's good. We point. can both do broadcasting. Now, you may. People may hate me and think I'm an idiot, whatever. You're the kicker killer, Chris Russell. Fine. But you know what? I I think I'm pretty knowledgeable and I think I'm pretty entertaining. You know, they don't hate you and you don't annoy them as much. Uh, People respect you. You're you're obviously play-by-play and all sorts of sports and every sport known to mankind. And you do a talk show and whatever. My point is, is we're two different people, and yet we both kind of come together and do this show that we hope people find entertaining. Let's let him go first. We never let him go first. In the leadoff spot. Let's go downstairs to Paul E. Dangerously. What's up, Paul E.? Paul E., did you just drive into like a brick wall or something like that? My goodness. Hey, man. Hey, hey, man. Hey, man. Y'all got me playing Ricky Henderson today. Here's <laughs> to the W, man. Hey, look, man. Hey, man. I got, hey, man. I got that Heineke, man. Five for two. Got that Heineke five for two, five touchdowns for two interceptions. I'm a Heineke hustler, man. Me and Sabal on the block hustling Heineke, bro. Let's go. <laughs> what y'all about, man? Hey, Rufio, man. Why, why are you so negative all the time, man? Why you come with this negativity, man? Why you want to spew this negativity to us? Hey, Polly. Heineke is not. Heineke fails. Come on, Polly. Polly. Come New York, Paulie. I know, I know your Jets are doing good. They're starting out good. <laughs> My you Jets. gotta come hating on us, <laughs> Paulie. The organization, Paulie, Paulie. The organization has been in the toilet bowl for thirty years. It's hard to be positive. Hey, listen, man, I don't need that negativity coming from you just because your Jets are four and two. 
Okay? J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets! Congratulations. But we but we hustled in that Heineke, man. Come on, man. Look, if Heineke fails, it's going to be the same reason why Wentz was failing because they still got Andrew Norwell on skates, and, and Scott Turner still don't know what the hell he's doing. You know, because you look, you look, you look, and you heard it from Fitz Tragic the other night. He don't adapt his offense to the quarterback. The quarterback got to adapt to the offense. And, he, and, and that's what happened last year. If they smart, they would tell Heineke, man, go play balls to the walls. We're not handcuffing you at all. Go do your thing. You know, and year two, I'm really, I'm real interested to see Heineke in year two. Last year, for all sense of purposes, you know, was his rookie year as a starter, and he got to start 15 games. So this year, things should slow down a little bit more for him. So I'm real anxious to see him. But Rufio, stop being a hater, man. Real talk. Sorry, Paulie. Stop being a hater, man. Sorry, Paulie. Hey, yeah, hey Paulie. Timmy, right now, Paulie. Paulie. Polly, 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 I'm trying one to be positive. Thing. I love you, Polly. <laughs> he's he's, he's speechless. He didn't even answer. You, you want me to be positive. You, I told you I love you, you and you didn't even answer. Walking, you are a walking contradiction. You're going to sit up here and say, I don't care. You said it twice this morning. I don't care what the numbers say. Coming from the numbers guy. You always talk about the stat. You just said it about Heineke and Wentz. I was just I was providing I was providing providing context. I was providing context, Polly. We hustling in that Heineke, baby. Five for two. Savar. Hey Savar, I got some more for you. We hustling in that Heineke, man. Heineke hustlers. We out of here, man. Hell to the W. Y'all be easy, man. Thanks. Thanks, Polly. Don't ever put him in the league. Don't ever let him be Ricky Henderson again. How about that? Sabah. And Paulie now on the on same, the same page. team. They're on the same team. Should we put him in the ninth spot in the lineup as opposed to like the the leadoff spot? No. I, I, should gotta, we let him be Ricky Anderson slash Vince Coleman? You, you or gotta, you got to let him okay. be. You got to let him go first every once in a while. Because right. if he's like Henderson and Coleman, you've hit a home run. Well, he's he's well. He's you know, like what, Kyle Schwarber. I was gonna say <laughs> that was know? the name exactly I was thinking of. He's like Kyle Schwarber. He either strikes out or he hits a big home run. Let's go to line one. Our man Lap. What's up, Lap? Hey, what's up, guys? What hey, up, man? I'm, I'm with Pop. I'm with Paulie and Sabah, man. Let's go, Heineke, man. I'm smoking that Heineke pack, man. <laughs> Heineke cuss, man. So, hey, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do, man. And um, I know he got to feel some kind of way from last season, and um, he get an opportunity again, man. I just want him to seize the moment, man. Seize the moment. Come out there and play and ball out, man. You got plenty of weapons. Out there offensively, it should be no problem. And shoot, let him finish all the way up into the bottom, man. Shoot, if, if he don't do nothing then, shoot, just put Sam Howe in for the last four. It ain't going to matter then. Shoot, we want Ron out of here anyway. But I'm going to tell you, if he ball out, that Monday night football game will be a big story. So come on, Heineke, we pulling for you, man, and we'll see what happens, man. But um, I don't want to see more Carson Wentz. Not at all. Larry, you, Lap. Thanks, Appreciate buddy. you, Lap. Real quickly before you go there, there's a scenario that I fear, and that is that Taylor Heineke is two and three, three and two, whatever it is, kind of, you know, maybe above average over the next four or five games, whatever the span is, right? They don't put Carson Wentz on IR, which they should. They should. They won't. Uh, I shouldn't say they won't. 
I think they gamble and don't put him on IR, and it pisses me off to no end. Okay, and I'll be screaming about this for weeks. I think there's a scenario two and two, two and three, three and two, whatever, where they go back to Carson Wentz the second he's cleared, saying that's our starter, that's QB one, that's our guy. You have a built-in excuse now to avoid the set, giving up the second-round pick. You must at this point. You must not give up that second round selection. I got to protect that. I guarantee Iran is not going to care. Well, but if they're at 500 or better, I know. Like what you're proposing, if they're getting right up around the 500 mark, I know. And they're still in contention, then Ron does owe it to this season to play who they feel is the best guy. What if they're two and two? Under Heineke? Under Heineke. Four games, two and two. So that means they're four and six. Right. I mean, he's going back to Carson Wentz unless Heineke's kicking ass. He's not going to Sam Howell. I'm with you on that. He's going back to Carson I, I Wentz. I don't disagree there. Yeah. Let's go to line three. Williams in College Park. What's up, William? Uh, good morning. Good morning. I have uh, five points I'd like to make. One, I knew we'd see Heineke before this season was over when they got Wentz. I believe and I hope that he will surprise. Don't pull him on Sunday no matter what happens. Don't put Sam Howell in there no matter what happens. And we got to give Carson Wentz props for that block that he threw when he leveled the guy. He, he drilled Roquan Smith, and that's the guy. We're all we, – and, and I know it's only one play, but think about it. We were, we were spending all summer and, and early season. We should trade for Roquan Smith. Carson Wentz put that shoulder pad right in the sternum, knocked him down. So get out of here. That wasn't on the touchdown run, but that was the play right before the touchdown. Yeah, it's and, great and, and it just, I, I mean, listen, I've been very hard on Wentz, and I, I you know, he, he's had a lot of injuries, and, and, and that's not all his fault, but, I mean, that is part of his reputation, right? He has not been the same since the injuries, and he has been fragile. But he showed me a little toughness, a little a little vinegar well, I mean, and, on, and look, on Thursday a finger, night. A finger deal, that's different than a guy But it's also that, shoulder and bicep right, that was bothering right. him, too, you know? I mean, I, I got to say, yeah, I got to get... Go ahead. I haven't heard it all week, and I haven't heard everybody all day long, but he deserves props for that, even though he was a little nicked up. But we don't want to ruin Sam Howell, whatever his potential upside is. You don't put him in here in the short term, no matter what Heineke does. And Heineke deserves time to get his legs under him because we can't do any worse than we've been doing. Gotcha, man. Appreciate the phone call. 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980. By the way, in case we haven't mentioned I think we did mention it. Maybe I mentioned it to you off the air. Uh, The team signed Jake Fromm. Uh, to the practice squad, the former Georgia quarterback. It's funny. And because of that, I was looking through the list of potentially of guys that are potentially out there and going, my gosh, is he the best guy that's from that's available out there? And it's not great. It's not great. You know what I was fearing? I was fearing they were going to go back to the Steven Montez. Well, well, he's available. (laughs) Could have brought back Cole Kelly, who was part of your camp earlier this year. He was awful too. Um, I would have I would have been okay kicking the tires as a third quarterback emergency guy with Dustin Crum, young oh, dude yeah, yeah, who was yeah. in Kansas City. So yeah. I mean, Kansas City thought enough of him to bring yeah. him in uh, early in this season. Where did season. Dustin Crum go? Uh, that would be Kent State. Oh, 
where some of my salary is going. That's exactly right, my friend. Um, Kyle Sloter, who played well in the USFL, could have certainly uh, brought him in. Uh, he also played well in the in the USFL, but um, Fromm's really the best guy. I, I mean, it's the third quarterback. Nobody cares. But I'm just saying that's that's where we are. That that's the best street street free agent uh, that's available right now. That's well, I, I will say you you will care if something happens to Taylor Heineke, oh, meaning yeah. injury, because that means Jake Fromm's one snap away. Then uh, you know from playing. Let's go to Ian online. What's up, Ian? Ian Eagle. No, oh, no. Um, Kevin Sheehan's favorite caller. <laughs> yeah, just teasing. So I, th- I think Carson Wentz is a bad quarterback, injury prone, a horrendous leader, unaccountable, has no feel for the game. I think he'll be out of the league. Period, because he doesn't have the DNA to be a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, Taylor Heineke is undersized, undrafted underpowered arm strength and while he does bring the element of mobility that can only last you so long teams have seen enough of him and i think with taylor there's such a fun storyline with him and he's a likable personality that people remember his good games far more than they remember his bad games. 100 percent right go, go through his box scores whether it's passer rating qbr or just the raw passer stats he was horrible, horrible at the back end of last year. And I think this notion of Sam Howe, maybe down the road, sure, but I don't think there will be any difference, if not somewhat of a drop-off for there. Remember, this is two seasons in a row. Rivera, who I obviously don't have faith in as a GM, and he's a below-average coach, went out last year. It was, we're seeking Stafford. These guys can't get him. We'll settle for Fitzpatrick. That lasted half of a game. Then this year, uh, we could bring back Heineke. No, we're going to try to get Russell Wilson. Thank God that didn't work out. You talk about someone that's interested in being a celebrity and not a quarterback, that guy. And so instead, you settle and overpay for Wentz. So two years in a row, people are telling you Heineke is not good enough. And if it's Ron's bias against him, teams would trade for Heineke. They're not doing that. I think what we'll see at the end of this year is Rivera gone, Heineke gone, Wentz gone, and just the entire reboot of the season. But this notion that Heineke is going to bring some excitement and element and juice, yeah, that'll last for 10 minutes before he throws a wobbly interception on a nine-yard out route, and we are reminded of who he was and why he was trying to be replaced for two years in a row. I appreciate the call. Always well brought up facts behind it. Here's the one thing I think. Heineke hit at 65% last year. Okay, you'll you'll accept that. That's That's more than an acceptable number. The question is, you can't turn the football over. You just can't turn it over. And 15 interceptions. And, and and that's just that's just too much. And I know Wentz is kind of on a similar pace right now. So between Heineke making better decisions and Scott Turner putting him in better positions to succeed, that rate, that 3% interception rate's got to come down, and it can't happen. Because you're already now in a situation where you don't have as much margin for error and if you turn the football over because you're so desperate to show them, I can play, I can play, I can play. And sometimes 
that's a good gene to have in the backup quarterback, but sometimes it's also the gene that kills the backup quarterback. They're so hungry to show you they can play that they try to make plays they can't, and those often end in turnovers. 301-230-0980. Touchdown at 10 continues with your calls next right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Maybe one day Dan will see the light, take the $6 billion, take the airplane, and just head to the beach and listen to the ukuleles all day. Essex said he had uh, a theme. He walked in here very proud of himself this morning. What did you say to me? <clears throat> it's all about selling out and billionaires and just, you know. Right. No, but but you said something like, uh, I, I, I'm going to do this theme and, and I looked at you like you had about 16 heads because I had no idea what you were talking about. It's it's all about the a certain meeting that's going on yeah. today. Right. Up in New York. I whatever you what, whatever you said though didn't I, I looked at you like you had 16 heads because I had no idea what you were talking about. But I like the theme. I like the creativity. I'm a big theme guy, as you know. I love that you think ahead on these things, and that's why we love you. I just had zero clue what you were talking about this morning. How many, how many owners walk by Dan today and say, Dan? Well, he's not there, remember, because T's doing such a good job. $6 billion. Well, the league said Dan's no longer under any restrictions. No, I know. But, but John so. Brownlee told JP and B. Mitch yesterday that because T is doing such a good job, that Dan's no longer required to be there. Let me just be honest. Let me shoot straight. Dan Snyder, scared to be there. Dan Snyder does not want to face the music from his fellow owners. John Brownlee won't tell you that. I'll <clears> tell you that. Yeah, not only that, but you know, Dan and T, they live in the same house. Okay? Even though he's not there physically, he's there. He's there in spirit. You know what? You know what? I'll just say this is another weasel move. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, they can still but you know what though, to me, I think it's even easier for them to meet without him there and discuss him, quite frankly. I really do. I think the other owners can sit down and, and probably even speak more freely. You know, T knows. 
T knows all. T knows ev- T knows more than we oh, and all these absolutely. investigators know. I just wonder when they speak privately. Does is T like excluded from the room? Mm. Like what happens? That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, wouldn't know what because that that yeah. doesn't happen very often right. at NFL owners right. meetings. Right, uh, Mrs. Snyder, could you please leave the room? We're right. going to discuss selling your franchise. Let's go back to the phones. 301-230-0980. Everyone's favorite quarterback in Washington, D.C., the backup quarterback. It goes all the way back to when Billy and Sonny were here. It's been the theme ever since then. We go to line four. Mark is in Chevy Chase. What's up, Mark? Hey, uh, first off, I'd like to say Heinz Key is the most electrifying quarterback since Alex Smith at the Washington as a commander, whatever you call the team name these days. Um, wait, 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 wait. Let me ju- let me jump in here. Did did you just call Alex Smith electrifying? Alex Smith, the team was electrifying, and his performance was so inspiring that yes. Oh, you mean I, in twenty? You mean in twenty twenty? Not yes, okay. In okay, inspiring, uh, yes. Uh, electrifying, no. And he wasn't no. electrifying. He wasn't electrifying when he was healthy. Never, never mind post injury. But God, okay. Uh, I, I guess, I guess at, t- at times, uh, going five and three, there were some electrifying okay. moments under. Gotcha. Excuse. Me. Uh, two quick questions. Uh, low off the subject. One, um, Dan Schneider. Uh, if you're familiar with his, is he as bad as Steinbrenner was all those years when Steinbrenner lost? Second question. Um, What's our record? What's the record for the seventh playoff spot this year at the end of the season? Um, if I'm putting you guys on the spot, but the seventh spot in the playoffs, I think nine and eight. Record? I think nine and eight gets you into that discussion. Okay, so okay that that means they've got some work to do. They got to go seven and four over the last eleven to get to nine and eight. Nine and we, nine and eight is where I you were ten and seven. I was ten right? and seven. I was nine and eight and they get but in I by, had Detroit, by the fifth tiebreaker. I had Detroit <laughs> as a win. So that right. I'm already a game right. behind. Mark, here's the right. thing. To mention and uh-huh. I know I know he had I know he had his shortcomings at times and did things bombastically at times. Selfishly at times. Do not ever ever put the words Dan Snyder and George Steinbrenner in the same sentence. Okay. Because okay. Okay. George Steinbrenner for all of his all of his things that made you just want to cringe and sometimes even as a Yankee fan I'm sure even choke him. He delivered uh-huh. world championship baseball to New York. Right. Okay? Right, right. Dan Snyder, right. Dan Snyder has tried to go about that in terms of spending resources, which we want our owners to spend. We want our owners to spend resources. Dan has done that. You cannot deny that. It's how he has used that money and on what resources that, you know, that that's why they're sputtering. George Steinbrenner, on the other hand, when he needed to go get Reggie Jackson, when he needed to go get Dave Winfield, when he needed to go get a pitcher... He went and got him, and he delivered World Championship Baseball to New York. So to to put Dan Snyder and George Steinbrenner in the same sentence, that's just that's that's hypocrisy. Totally Can't do agree. it. Totally agree. Can't do it. Can't win with him. Can't win with him. Can't win without him. <laughs>
That's but you know what though? To me, look, no matter how much long whether his whether his tenure goes on forever or ends abruptly, the one thing I'll never understand about why Dan was not successful, Chris, it wasn't from a lack of assets and using those resources. Mm-hmm. And if he does, by the way, continue on as the owner, I wonder if he calls Jackson State University and calls Coach Prime. Because that's right oh, down. Oh, that's the guy you were talking that's about. That's right down oh. Dan Snyder's alley. How can I get oh. the? How can I re-energize the area? Let me call Coach Prime. Oh. Let me call Coach Prime. Wait, can can we hire Coach Prime and Kyle Smith? Then you can have your, not your guy, but your suggestion, and I can have mine, and then we'd both be happy. I would be interested to see how that would work out at the NFL that would level. Be interesting. Dion's done very well at Jackson State. I know a lot yes. of you don't follow HBCU football. Yes. Dion has done a terrific yep. job. He's put together a plan. Yep. He's yep. executed the plan. You know what I love and about Dion too? In, and he's brought in Chris recruits that mainstream schools would would, would like oh, yeah. to have. Who is the kid that they landed uh, who was like the number two overall uh, running back? I Wide receiver, s- I thought. Uh, I, th- I thought it was a running back. May- w- whatever. whatever. Um, you know what, real quickly, just on Coach Prime, that I like, that I've seen, and I, I, I can't tell you I watch a lot of Jackson State football. I don't. The you gotta, video- usually you got to stay up to like 11 o'clock on Saturday night yeah. because it's tape delayed on ESPNU. The video clips that I've seen – of him, like in the locker room and in the meeting room, uh, and I know he did something with Barstool Sports that I saw some clips of. He's more, he's he's tougher on them than I yeah. thought he would be. Oh, I thought he would be like you know, like Cliff King, Cliffy Kingsbury. You know, like let's give cell phone breaks. No, I mean he screams at them and he rides look. them, and he's like, "If you're on your phone, you suck." I, uh, well, Dion has given it the right effort. Yeah. Dion has given it honest effort. Yep. He's and he's trying to help these young men and trying to trying to get that cloud that kind of hovers over HBCU football with NFL executives still. Where yes, there are some guys, you know, Darius Leonard that breaks through from a South Carolina state uh, from time to time. But I think Dion is trying to help transform that opinion about HBCU football and trying to help Jackson's Jackson State gave him a, a vehicle as a coach, and now Dion is trying to pay that back, in my opinion. But if I'm Dan Snyder and I eventually run Ron out of here because of lack of success, how do I get my fan base energized? Well, as an owner, what did he do? He went and got Dion as a player. He went and got Bruce Smith, people like that. I would not put it past him to go look at Dion, being that he's got a HBCU guy hanging around his front office in Doug Williams, and I, 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 I wouldn't put it past him. Would not put it past him if he runs Ron out of the building. I guarantee you, there ain't a radio show on planet Earth, certainly not in this market, that's going to drop that little. <clears throat> Suggestion? Nugget bomb suggestion bomb. sandwich? I mean, just a suggestion. Uh, listen. Uh, 
Sources familiar with how the owner, hey, sources familiar me with how the owner thinks, Dan. I think that would be a phone call he might make. I think it's brilliant. I'm not criticizing you. I think it's brilliant. I'm just saying you ain't gonna hear that anywhere else. 301-230-0983. Go to line three, Junior's in Fort Meade. What's up, Junior? Morning, guys. How's it going, Dave? How are you? Hey, <laughs> I'm good. Every time uh, I hear Ian call in, I swear I think he forgot to take his antidepressant medication. <laughs> that guy is so down on everything. Um, well, I want to talk about Carson Wentz. Why I think they got to put him back in once he's healthy. They gave up too much to get him. They got to see if he can actually come back and play. Uh, I don't think anybody believes that this team's going anywhere this year. So you got to put him back in there just to see if he's going to be viable for next year and beyond because you gave up too much for him. And as far as Dan Snyder goes, Tanya, if they make him, if they force him out, Tanya's going to end up taking over the team. It's much more likely that scenario happens than them kicking him out and taking the team away from the whole family. And anybody who believes differently, just look back at the last three or four years of this going on. Nothing changes. Everybody keeps saying all these investigations. Nothing has ever come out where you can say that he did something criminally wrong, and that's the only way you're going to get him out. Junior, appreciate the call. Uh, look, I mean, we're, we're, we've gone around and round on this merry-go-round as it pertains to Dan and what he may or may not have done wrong. The question ultimately is whether he did or didn't, the cloud of the organization now, how much money is it costing the NFL owners? And that that I think is we cut that's why Matt went with the money theme today. To me, that's why that's why the NFL owners have any interest in running him out. It's because it's because he's costing them money. And right now, this Washington organization is not salvageable with him at the helm of the ownership. It's not. It's not. I've said all along. The moment he sells, that first game after that, the joint is sold out. And it's going to be sold out with a lot of people wearing uh, maroon and white, black and gold, or somewhat burgundy and gold based on the color scheme that there is now. Okay? This this place will be sold out the first game after Dan is removed as the owner, just, if that ever happens. Just to have a big therapy relief party? Yeah. I Celebration, mean, whatever? It, I guarantee you the joint is sold out. I'll just make that prediction right now. But you know, I'm, I'm I just I think I think everybody is exhausted by it. They're exhausted from his ownership. NFL owners are tired of talking about him. They're looking at receipts now. They're looking at receipts and how much money and lack thereof from this Washington franchise cuz the receipts here have to be at an all-time low. Have to be at an all-time low compared to where you the fan base have had those receipts in the past. You've been an incredibly loyal and passionate fan base. And at some point, at some point, you just get tired and walk away. And whether it's we go up the street and root for Baltimore, or we go root for Pittsburgh and a classy guy like Mike Tomlin, or whatever, at some point, you know, only the diehards will remain. You know, there'll be flaming embers, okay? There'll be the crash of the Independence Day uh, spaceship in the middle of FedEx Field. And the one guy that will emerge is Tailgate Ted standing next to a grill, spatulas up, going hail 
to whatever the hell our name is now. 301-230-0980. You can listen to us live for free, of course, on the Odyssey app. Chris Russell has knowledge. We call it trending right here on the Team 980. All right. The owner is gathering together in New York, as we just mentioned today. And according to Front Office Sports and our guy, A.J. Perez, who's up there, uh, one unidentified owner said, quote, all you hear is the news out of Washington, but, quote, we haven't seen the actual Evidence Now, the Washington Post, if, in case you missed this, reported late yesterday that the D.C. Attorney General plans to take action on Dan Snyder and the commanders, according to a source, uh, meaning that Carl Racine, a Democrat who is the D.C. Attorney General, is, quote unquote, moving full steam ahead and that Dan Snyder, the commanders and the NFL <clears throat> will soon face accountability for their actions. That's according to the Washington Post, an unidentified source. Sources, problems, problems for everybody. Caps with their second win in a row tonight. Bruce Boudreaux's 600th win in come-from-behind fashion. It was a wacky one at Capital One Arena. Alex Ovechkin with the first goal, about a minute in, and the final goal to put the icing on the cake. And that's what's trending. Travis Hunter, the top recruiting athlete at the time, playing DB at Jackson State. He played in their first game, had two pass breakups in their 59-3 destruction of Florida A&M. Got hurt, though, just returning to practice. So we should see Travis Hunter coming back for Jackson State down the stretch here. But it just goes to show you how precious that is. You know, guy kind of gets forgotten about because he gets hurt in his very first game. And, you know, people really haven't talked about him uh, at all since then. And we'll see what kind of impact he has on Jackson State down the stretch. But as a DB, if you can't learn how to play from Deion Sanders, uh, then I can't help you. I mean, if you're going to learn how to play defensive back, that's probably one of the best places that you can go. Uh, Deion's going to have that young man ready to play in the NFL if he has the skill set and the work ethic to get there. So can't do much better uh, than that. Jackson State, by the way, undefeated. They, they just haven't lost much since Dion took over. So if Dandy, Don, if Dandy Dan stays around here, I could see him picking up that phone. Pick up the phone, Dan! I mean, I can't. I Pick it I, up! I can't figure out. Jason Wright, get me when, Dion's phone number right whether now. Whether this fan base would be galvanized by that or would hate it. I think they would be galvanized, but I don't know. I, I think there would be initial enthusiasm. I think there would be a small percentage of people that would be skeptical. But, again, for those of us that watch, I'm telling you, Dion's doing it right down at Jackson State. He's put in the work. He's doing it right. And it would be interesting to see how he would do at the professional level. Right. 
because I know there are stodgy people like you that still think it's 1985 and want to think that coaching is one way. What, 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 what are the stodgy people like me? You think Just I'm saying. stodgy? I think there's sometimes where your thought process needs to be updated. Just hit the refresh button. That's all. Not all the time. Not all the time. Okay. But sometimes. I, I'm you. I mean, you and Paulie are are probably the only two people that think that. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> you know I don't know. You think there are a bunch of other people we, that I if annoy? We, if we put out a poll on that, I believe it'd be overwhelming. You should put out a poll on that at Pete Medhurst. I'll, no, I'll Grant, Paulson, it. Grant Paulson is the man for polls. He <laughs> by, loves polls. By, by the way, uh, I was a, a listener uh, tweeted me yesterday while I was uh, trying to take a nap, actually, after doing my podcast. Apparently, Jay was giving me some shade. Oh, on, I, uh, on, I, uh, I I heard about that. Yeah. I saw I saw some tweets about that. Yeah. But how about that though? Look at that. We we've been Jay's friend for over I a know, year. I know. He goes out, and spends four hours live with the bearded boys. Well, I, I mean, listen. I don't know if that was. Um, I you know I, I I don't know whose idea that was, but you know if anybody Good for them. Wa- listen. If anybody wants to come and hang out in studio with us for three hours, because we're not apparently allowed to go out anywhere, even though I I very much want to be a man of the people, come and hang out. We love you, Tommy Shepard. You want to come and hang out? Break some. I got some more bagels. He he was on with Kevin this morning. Was he? Kevin has everybody on. It's Scott Van Pelt, Tommy Shepard. It's a big show. (sighs) Junkies had Wes Unsell Jr. What what did we We get? We just had Junior and Fort Meade. (laughs) Let's go to line one. Cliff's been on hold. What's up, Cliff? Commander <laughs> Pete. Commander Chris. What's up? I'm tired of these Kevin Sheen Clooney's keep calling the phone criticizing Carson Wentz. <laughs> if you can go back to the days when he was in Philadelphia, the reason why Carson Wentz was so successful with the Eagles when he was there early is because the Eagles' offensive line were superior than our crummy offensive line. Last year's offensive line for us, compared to this year's offensive line, had Carson Wentz had last year's offensive line on our team, Carson Wentz wouldn't have got sacked that many times. He probably would have had more time to throw, and he probably would have been a little bit more successful. And if Scott, if um, if um, if Scott Turner is knowing this right now, the weather is changing. You don't need to go. 70, 30, or 60, 40 with the pass. The weather's getting cold. Run the ball 60% compared to 40% of passing. And I'll sit back and listen. Cliff, appreciate you, it. Cliff. Cliff all fired. Now, listen, Cliff ain't wrong that the offensive line this year is way worse than it was last year, number one. And whatever they had in Philadelphia – Probably at any point because of Kelsey and because of um, what's his name, Lane Johnson, mm-hmm. and Jason Peters still in his prime before all the injuries got to him was better than anything we've seen here. Even when Trent was in his prime and Sheriff was in his prime, right? Trent, Sheriff, Morgan Moses, maybe. Would they give a run for the money for Kelsey, Lane Johnson, when he wasn't getting suspended for? Uh, PEDs and Jason Peters. Would you ever say? W- w- would you ever say? W- I could say those two offensive linemen's uh, those two offensive line groups were reasonably similar. Is that fair? 
Yes, and I think you could you could back that up. I think there would be some analytics to back that up too, yeah. based on success. And I mean, look, that's you, just gut. That's like no, gut. But feel, also, eyeball, also whatever. remember too, don't underestimate this Lane Johnson injury. Let's see what comes of that from uh, the other night. I mean, if that's something that lingers, uh, because he and Kelsey both probably could take them a little longer to come back from injuries now where they are in their careers. To me, that's the only thing that can derail this Eagles team right now is if they start suffering significant time loss from that group. Because I think that, like any good team, you start losing offensive linemen, and in particular if you end up losing multiple offensive linemen, that's kryptonite for any good football team uh, at any point. So, I mean, that that's something to, to watch, by the way, as Philadelphia goes forward. Because I'm telling you right now, Chris, the only game they're not going to be favored in is at Dallas later in the season if Dak is healthy. Yeah. That's the only game the Eagles are not going to be favored in. That's on Christmas Eve, I think. Yeah, right? let's go to line three. Jeremy's on hold. What's up, Jeremy? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Hey, Jeremy. Um, I have a theory on Snyder. So the narrative around this town has always been, why does the NFL tolerate him? And then the ESPN article came out last week, and he claims he's got dirt on people, blah, 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 blah. My theory is this. It goes back to eight, nine years ago, whenever it was, when the league imposed that BS salary cap penalty on the skins. And Snyder could have fought that penalty, but he didn't. And if he would have fought it, he would have won. But by winning, he would have proven that the owners in the league colluded against the players. So if the league is afraid that Snyder is going to go nuclear and throw the league under the bus and throw Goodell under the bus, to me, that's the only logical explanation because I don't think the league gives two squats what Jerry Jones did with this woman or what this owner did with that woman, that I think that that's Snyder's ace in the hole, that he can prove that the league colluded against the players. Jeremy, it's an interesting thought, but Dallas had a similar, you know, a similar thing. So why wouldn't, you know, as, as strong as Jerry it is, as invisible as Jerry is, I mean, Jerry could have fought with some of the same vim and vigor uh, at that point as well. I'm not sure if that... See, that gets into a different area. If they can somehow prove collusion, then the Players Association is suing in 30 seconds, to your point. So, that's... The question ultimately remains is, doesn't Jerry have the same information, though, on that as Dan would? That that is true, but I guess the argument is, is why would Jerry, or Dan for that matter, at the time defend themselves because if they defended themselves it would have been one of those cut off your nose despite your face situations because if they could have proven that the league colluded the league would have had much bigger issues than snyder and jones they would have had antitrust issues yeah sure they would have sure. had congressional issues it's an interesting that, that, yeah that, that's it's a, my, like right it's an interesting thought it's a theory yep appreciate the call jeremy it's an interesting thought and certainly it's one that would get the nfl in court in 30 seconds, because the Players Association would be like, oh, that's interesting. 301-230-0980. We continue into the final hour of the show. Burgundy and Gold today is up at 12 o'clock. Keep it locked in right here on your station, covering the Commanders. The owners' meetings this afternoon. A new quarterback in place. Plenty of storylines. We're talking about it all day right here on the Team 980. Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.